You're listening to the In Black and White Show. So my name is Lenny Escobar. Uh, I'm the black guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Who are you? I'm, I'm Cody Moulton. So the other guy doing the show. I'm the white guy. Uh, and a mountain for us might be a storm for someone else, or yeah, whatever. it's just something to consider. I think also the last the last thing I would I would add on to that is that we should be considerate to other people and what it, what those mountains and storms look like for them. Welcome everyone to the In Black and White Show, where we just try to have natural conversations about life and the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm one of your hosts, Lenny Escobar, joined here by my co-host and cohort and co-creator of this podcast. Co-dog. Cody Moulton. No, why don't you let me finish? Cody Moulton. Hey. How you doing? Um, Can I speak now or is that... No, no. Hold on. I'm still asking the questions. How are you? You may speak. Okay, I am good. Thank you for asking. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. Thanks. Don't care. <laughs> Sound like you said, don't care. Yeah. Like, that's... you know, like, oh, like, never mind. I don't want to get and say that. Anyways, Wait, welcome to the show, everyone. Say? We're nothing. Nothing. I thought you said Donald care. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't you like your politics. Like a... Yeah. All know, you talk like... about is politics. That's I know. That's what I am. I'm I'm Mr. Politico is what they call me yeah. at my chess club. And I am Mr. Polita No. You know what? That was pretty good. I'm going to give you I, that. Because I know a lot about politics. Oh, wow. See what? Just I just flipped that around on it. you again. Yeah. No, you didn't. That's okay. Anyways... Yeah. Welcome, everybody, to the podcast. We're excited mm. to have another show where we talk about things and the light and life and the gospel. And it's cool because today is another RWG, which is Random Word Generator. Yeah, this is our this is this is the newest edition. Yeah, this is the newest edition. Uh, it's, it's called the RWG Where We just do that for 20 minutes. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, if you're having a hard time focusing in on your work, uh, this will help. This segment would help you because you'd essentially be listening to white noise and, and black noise, <laughs> just, I guess. Just... <laughs> Uh, you know what? I have to actually look up. I wonder if there is something in the sound spectrum called black noise. I bet there is. I, I think there's to... like gray noise too. I've heard of that. So yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm sure there is. Let me. And I actually do think there is something called brown noise. Yeah. I think I remember learning about that. Anyways, well, tune in next week and I will share what I've learned about noise and the colors of it. But uh, this week we're going to talk about the random word generator. But before we do, as always, we have to start off with a nif- nifty uh, lifty, nifty, difty. Would you rather? Yeah, I love would you rather's. Would you rather? All right, Lenny. Oh, Cody, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for your permission. Uh, would you rather always wear socks full of spaghettios? Or bathe in a tub of mayonnaise for two hours every day. Uh. Okay, what? You heard me. 
Would I rather, rather have? You would always, anytime you put socks on, you have to put socks on that are full of like those canned spaghettios, you know, nice and cold. Mm-hmm. Okay. Squirming through your toesies. Or uh, bathe in a tub of mayonnaise for two hours every day. Well, here's the thing. I don't got time to bathe in a tub of mayonnaise every day. So I'm going to go with, every time I put on socks, uh, SpaghettiOs. Because then I just won't wear socks. You just wear sandals. Sand- or or I just wear shoes. Or and... Crocs. <laughs> Crocs. No, I would just wear shoes without any socks. Because I, I wouldn't want to, I don't have time to bathe in a, in a tub full of mayonnaise for two hours every day. But I got time to um, not put on socks full of SpaghettiOs. Yeah, that's, that's a good argument there. You'll never get a job because you'll show up without shoes on or, you know, without socks on. No, no. No, no. I'll put. <laughs> you imagine? No, no, no. Your, your, future, <laughs> your future boss? Hey, what? Well, oh, are you, uh, what's that smell? I, I, you smell that? <laughs> it smells like sweaty f- shoe feet. I don't know. No, no. No, no, they wouldn't. Because first off, they would probably be a little bit more coherent than what you just did. No, um, I'd do that if I ever interview someone. That's what I'm saying. Like, what well, smells like sweaty shoe feet? Yeah, are you yeah. a shoe foot or nah? Like, are you done? Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd I'd go with that. I wear uh, zero shoes all the time. I don't know if you've ever heard of those. It's, Does that mean like no shoes at all? Is it just like you? Just, is that how you say I wear no shoes? You say I wear zero sh- numbers of yeah. shoes. I have zero sins, you know, stuff like that. Zero uh, what? Zero cents? Cents? Yeah, yeah. You don't have any money. That's yeah. that. That's true. Oh. oh, thank you. I thought you were going the other way with that, saying I was an idiot. But anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, no, they're these. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, no, you know, they were they're these shoes that. <laughs> <laughs> they're like I don't even know like three centimeters thick and they're sandals but you feel like they bend to the earth you feel the earth beneath you but it protects your feet from getting stabbed uh, pretty much oh. but other than that you're not really wearing shoes there's no arch support or anything it's just you know it's trying to trying to mimic the <clears throat> the uh, just walking around without shoes on but still giving you some amount of protection so is it like you just paste them to the bottoms of your feet and that's it? Paste them? Yeah, just like, you know, lick them and stick them to the bottom of your foot. And then it's just like you're wearing no shoes. You can see you can see your toes and everything. <laughs> but just if you look at the bottom, yeah. there's a layer of protection. Yeah, it's and you don't lick them. It's scratch and sniff. And then they stick <laughs> to your feet. You sniff them, then they, <laughs> then they stick? Oh, you scratch yeah, them makes... first. That makes a lot of sense. And then you sniff them just to make sure you've scratched them. Mm. Anyway, yeah, I would go with SpaghettiOs. Um, mayonnaise, I mean, yeah, two hours is a long time. Mm. Plus, mayonnaise is, like, oily, I feel like. You'd, you'd spend two hours in the shower after that trying to de-oil yourself. Yeah, that's true. Or Or just maybe, like, 15 minutes with soap, you know? Yeah. <laughs> two hours. We, we waste yeah, no, water I'll... in this house. 
<laughs> anyway, yeah. no, yeah, that was, that was one yeah. of the the most one of the first painful would you rather's we've had. Most of them are like yeah, that's intriguing, but they're not like yeah, like it's not like it's like would you rather have a million dollars or you know sparkly feet? You know, that's not one of those dumb yeah. ones. Well, I mean, yeah, sparkly feet, duh. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I mean, there's a there's, sure. a there's a book or not a book. A game we have that it's just full of would you rather. I think it's called uh, Would You Rather, <laughs> um, <laughs> the board game. Uh, <laughs> That's good. Hey, there's they, this book that tells us the recipes, uh, cooking recipes. It's like uh, cooking with recipes. I think yeah. that's what it's called. <laughs> yeah. There's a Bible out there. If you read it, it's called the Bible. Um, <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah, all right. Well, that was a good. It was a good. Was rather. I liked it. It was nice. It was good to say that definitively. I would rather have spaghettios than mayonnaise <laughs> on my yeah. body. It's good to get that figured out for later in life. Yeah. So, when it comes. Well, up. let's get black to business now. Black to business. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Did you say black to business? I did not. No, I said black to business. Okay, all right. Well, I can't. I I can't ever be sure now. Like it's, it's all the same to me now. <laughs> I know. I know. I like, just. I have to. I have to really think about saying the right words, or else I will say that again. Like if I ever start my own business and I go in to, uh, you know, I don't know. I've never started a business before, so this is going to sound really noobish. But, you know, you go into a meeting to get funding, and you're like, yeah, I just want to start my own business with you guys. They're going to be like, nah, not this guy. Not if he's calling it a blizzness. <laughs> blizzness. That's like Shark Tank. You went in there. It was like, I yeah, want to start yeah. a blizzness with you guys. Like, ah, well, no. Yeah, our blizzness is going to be, you know, <laughs> blizzness. That's oh, fun. Yeah. yeah. Well, anyways, let's let's get back to it. Let's do the our random word generator. I was about to right. abbreviate it, but we don't need to do that. All right. All right. All right. Okay, here it is. You ready? Mm-hmm. Now the word is move. Move. Yeah, like, you know. Let's move on and get black to blizzness. Move. Ah, you did it. Black hey. to blizzness. Move is an interesting one because this is a word that that's... That is move. Like, we... <laughs> what? That is move? <laughs> I said, it is move. <laughs> I meant to say it is interesting, but I said it is move. Yeah. That's funny. It's more of a common word, you know. Mm-hmm. A lot of our random word generator words have been like I mean extraterrestrials like it's just boring it's boring yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but move on the other hand wow. oh that's could, that's a that's a real you could move the whole move jerker. the whole house right yeah well what do you think of with move what, what comes to your mind when you think of move life and the gospel I th- when I think of move, I think of direction. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. So I think of there's like a couple of scriptures that come to mind. I, I don't know the exact. I can't like exactly quote them word for word. But something like you know. Um, you would if you read your scriptures, but. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just like where you move toward Christ. That's kind of like where my thoughts go. Is you you're pointing and moving toward Christ. Some you know there's a couple of scriptures that oh, yeah. that say that. Well. And, and along with that, you know, I, I know prophets have said this in modern day, but 
you're you're always moving some direction too, right? Mm-hmm. Either we're progressing forward or regressing backwards. But if we're ever content or we're we're stagnant, you know, we're not moving anywhere. If you're not going forwards, you're you're kind of going backwards, kind of an idea, you know. I feel like I've heard that in conference or at least in seminary or institute or something pretty often. Yeah, I think that I think it's mostly what happens when I feel like we we are we're constantly. I mean, the the work. So okay, I feel like the the church and by you know the gospel and by extension the church is always progressing, and I feel that if we um stand still then things move on without us you know and our, our testimonies either you no know, I, I i don't necessarily know if they i mean there are you know words to describe this but i think what happens is that our testimonies get for lack of a better term moldy you know like i think of like move move as in you know if you move the air around something if you move um like I guess what I'm, I guess what I'm thinking is, um, it's like stagnant, okay. right? That that word. Yeah. So like if oh that's the word, moving water. If water is moving, no bacteria, no anything um, can be uh, can be can grow in it. I mean, yes, there can be stuff in it, but nothing will will be able to grow um, that's particularly harmful. Yeah, Mo- um, moving water tends to be moving, more uh, what, what pure, I guess. Pure or or, or cleaner. Safe cleaner yeah yeah so like if you're ever in a if you're hiking yeah exactly yeah you know where i'm going with this if you're ever hiking somewhere you're better off drinking moving water than than stagnating water right i think that that is i feel like that in itself is like the uh i think about when i think about move is that if we're not moving then then this then the water we're drinking is is pretty if we're not moving toward christ i should say the water that we're drinking is going to damage or even mold or or poison our testimony or even even looking at ourselves as as being compared to the the stream right we're we're a force of nature (laughs) oh that's true Um, i guess that's another point and what uh are, are we poisoning other people's streams or are we um, there's our own water getting poisoned and, 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 you know, causing it right now we have an issue in our lawn. Well, not right now, but like a month and a half ago, we watered a lot because we're trying to bring our lawn back. This is, I don't know. I said a month and a half ago. It's August right now. Do you realize that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's crazy. Yeah. It was like three, three months ago, four months ago, we had some sprinkler issues uh, eventually we got our sprinklers fixed we had to bring our lawn back from the dead so we started soaking it with water oh and, uh, you you rotted out the roots no if you overwater, then you start to create an environment of disease in your grass a little bit you know you start to get fungus oh. um, so the grass was growing great but suddenly we started to have these little little mushrooms growing in our grass and that's a sign of Overwatering and the sign of that could lead to disease or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so that was a situation with with with. Um, I don't know. I don't want to say overwatering is a bad thing in this analogy, but 
the stagnance of the water, you know, fostering a, a, maybe a, an environment of, of ill health or something, you know. If we keep our stream moving, if our stream is our testimony and it becomes stagnant, it will become, it will, it will become polluted. If we mm. keep it moving, it'll stay, it'll stay clean. It will not only that, but it'll, it'll pave new paths in our, in our life. It'll pave new, mm. pave new paths for us to go different places and whatnot. But I like, I like your analogy much better than mine. That's good. I mean, it's, it's a shared analogy. You know, we, we wouldn't yeah. have got there. If you didn't drink the stream water. Oh, thank you. Um, I appreciate that. We build off each other. Like a, yeah, like a natural go. conversation. Yeah. Oh, man, yeah, that's yeah. weird. That's kind of what conversations do. <laughs> we should start of... a podcast about this. Oh, yeah. Hey, welcome, everybody, to the In Black and White show. Yeah. Where we... <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, anyway, but but I do, I do like the idea. I think that um, the thing that captures my imagination about what you're saying, though, is that um, moving water, moving a moving testimony creates new opportunities, new new pathways, new opportunities in our life, um, specifically to grow closer to not only you know deity, God, um, Christ, but also creates pathways to grow closer and for to oppor- to, to uh, develop new relationships, new opportunities with other people. You know, like relationships that with with our with our family and with friends and with people who maybe we never would have met in a certain situation. You know, I, and I, I like to think of it as um, moving creates opportunity for ourselves and for others. Oh yeah, for sure. I think of uh, moving moving mountains is. is... Mm. Uh, what comes to mind for me when I think of move because sorry I moved away from the mic I just realized um, that's a big that that's a common thing you hear in the scriptures right faith to mm-hmm. move mountains and just what it takes to move okay so we, again learned a lot working in the yard apparently about the good lord uh, we had to like level our yard we got someone to help with that but Mm-hmm. A lot of this dirt that we have hanging around in different areas of our yard, we dug out some ground so we could uh, set up planter boxes and um, had a lot of this extra dirt. And I didn't want to move it towards the house because then it would uh, we wouldn't have a lip before we got to our patio, and I didn't want to move it to the other end of our house because I wanted to make sure we had a, a decline going away from the house, make sure the runoff happens that way. Mm-hmm. Away, you know, water congregates away from the house congregates so it can worship uh, in its <laughs> churches and synagogues <laughs> um, anyway uh, so we had this extra dirt and I'm like oh we'll just throw it in the garbage can and we'll have the garbage guy take it away hopefully that's not illegal I'm going to get in trouble nobody uh, find me this is just theoretical uh, so if we did that um, it would weigh a lot more than I thought it's what it would weigh if I did that, um, <laughs> yeah, like I'd probably fill maybe I don't know, and a sixth of the garbage can before it became t- almost too heavy to move. Mm-hmm. You know, theoretically. And uh, when you say theoretically, are you talking about like you theoretically have done this already? 
Oh, sorry. Cut out for a minute. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, So anyway, the point I'm getting at is dirt is heavy, okay? And I didn't need to explain that. Uh, But we don't think of dirt being that heavy because it blows around, it gets in your face, and and usually a lot of our interactions with dirt are obnoxious. Um, But the actual, the mass, the weight of dirt is is massive. I can't imagine what it would take to... uh, you know, blow a hole through a mountain, let alone move it. And the amount yeah. of faith that, that would take to to be able to move a mountain, you know. It, that is crazy. Um, it, it, it's crazy to think about how powerful faith is that you can move a mountain. I mean, obviously, who's doing the heavy lifting? It's God. God is doing the heavy lifting. Right. right, but still, in its sense, it's still in that sense that it, it's still powerful enough. That your faith is still powerful enough to move something, move something as massive as a mountain, or, or move, you know, maybe even a, even a theory, uh, a, a hypothetical or a theoretical mountain. So, like something that's really tough in your life, that feels right. like a mountain on your shoulders, and how faith is able to to remove that, or at least you know hold it up, or something like that. And that's I think probably that's what... pretty incredible. That's probably what it what it what it's going for too. Most of the times we read it in the scriptures, right? Is it uh, Nephi in Third Nephi in the Book of Mormon? Mm. So he's actually the th- oh he is legit the Third Nephi, I think, because his dad was Nephi, or was his dad mm-hmm. Lehi, or was Lehi's son Nephi, and Nephi had a son named Nephi, or was that Nephi? I get mixed up there. I'll be honest with you. Yeah, I get. Um, you, you mixed me up. I, I I thought the first one you said was right. Now I can't remember. Yeah, I just ruined it for you. Anyway, one of those Nephi's, um, or is it the brother of Jared? Anyway, the Lord says to them. I think it's Nephi. He says, "You, uh, because I know you will ask only for things that are within that that you would get." Um, you wouldn't ask for anything that I wouldn't approve of. Is basically what the Lord says. Mm-hmm. So you could move a mountain if you wanted. This is Nephi because he asks for, for a famine instead of the people to be uh, attacked by Lamanites or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Lord does bring up that analogy. You can move a mountain if you want. Um, now the point is, the Lord's not saying, go ahead, dude, take a swing at that uh, the Appalachian Mountains over there. You know, he's not like, test it out, test out your new power. But he's trying to illustrate the point, like, mountains are obstructions, they're in people's ways. You have the power to get stuff out of people's ways now, because I know that you will not ask for anything outside my will. I trust you, Nephi, and that's what the Lord is saying, right? You you have the power mm-hmm. to to move stuff for people to make life easier for them. You know, I didn't. I, yeah, you know, I didn't really even consider that. You know, I I think so, yeah, I, the, that was an interesting, sorry, uh, interesting thought because I mostly consider movement like moving to be something that we do for ourselves, but we can help other people move obstructions. So we can't move other people for them, but we can move things out of pe- people's people's way so yeah. that they can progress and move forward better than they were to where before. So I think that's pretty interesting 
that it has it's a two two another like a it's like a two part principle. Oh that yeah, you can move things for yourself and move things for other people. Serve, um, help yourself progress and serve other people at the same time. That's well, pretty cool. And teach right. And uh, mm-hmm. if if somebody's confused by by a teaching or a doctrine or somebody reads something online that is that becomes a mountain in the way of their faith progression. Uh, we can have that conversation and wow. we, can, we can try to move this mountain for them, but they still have to move on and they still have to move past it. Um, you know, I, or, or even like just give them the tools to move this, their own mountain. Like, I think that's it. That's a really incredible analogy that we can actually, that people, so reason, reason I'm thinking about it now is that the, you said, that maybe something becomes a mountain in the way for somebody's progression. The Lord is able to give you power to move this mountain. I think that that's, I mean, that's, that's in essence, that's a scriptural, ver- like the scriptural version of what you say to the Lord telling Nephi that I know that you won't ask anything. You can move this mountain. And, and even um, Nephi earlier says, um, to says to the when he's talking to, or I should say, the first Nephi talking to his brothers Laman and Lemuel, he's berating them and he says, you know, like why are they not trusting in God? If 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 God commanded me to say to this earth, like to this water, be thou earth and it shall be it, or something like that. Yeah, he's yeah. Basically, basically yeah. Just expanding on the power of God. I think that that's uh, also something that God is, you know, Heavenly Father is trying to teach us. Is that any mountain in our way, we can move with His help. Yeah, like it, it can be a physical mountain, or like it, it, it very it actually could be a physical mountain, like an actual one in front of us. If there was a purpose for it, He could. We could say, you know, if if it was God's will, we could say, you know, this mountain to be removed. But also more probably more more common, it's a spiritual mountain or even a. In, in a, a physical mountain also could mean something happening in our life that is like a mountain, you know, like yeah. the, like the like a death of a loved one, or financial mm-hmm. tr- struggles, or relationship struggles, or anything like that, or spiritual mountain, which is the um, you know like uh, struggling with testimony or struggling with addiction or anything like that. Um, he can he can help you move that mountain. He can remove that mountain. And if we keep running with this analogy, which I think it's it's a good one to run with for a while. Obviously not mm-hmm. all telling, but uh, right. sometimes you can't move the mountain, right? Mm, sometimes yeah. you got to move through the mountain. Sometimes you got to scale it, and you got to weather that, that terrain, and you gotta, you got to work through those uh, uphill battles. And... Uh, I mean, if if we know where we're going, what our destination is, and the mountain ends up in our way, uh, I I hope for me, for you, for anyone listening, that our response is not to walk away from the mountain. Mm, absolutely, um, that it would be a, a a desire to retain our faith instead of uh, a desire to forsake our faith because of new information. We would fight for it before giving it up, you know, mm-hmm. and fight that mountain. Maybe it's moving the mountain. Maybe somebody helps you move the mountain. Maybe somebody helps you 
scale the mountain. Maybe you have to scale it on your own. I don't know. Maybe you but, go straight through the mountain. Yeah, dig like, a hole. Like, yeah, well, I mean, I mean, even you know, under the you mountain, just, you just burrow through it or, or whatever. You know, I think that you know, but I don't uh, know. under the hill, under hill. Maybe you'll just jump right over the mountain. That's true. Maybe Good. it's just a perspective thing. You get close to the mm-hmm. mountain, and you're like, wait a second, this is not a mountain. This is a molehill. Yeah, or it's it was. A, it's a stretch. It was meant to be that way. Okay. <laughs> Or it was just a mirage because you're in the desert. Yeah. You're like, wait a second. There's no mountains in deserts. Well, I mean, there is. There are mountains in deserts. Name one. And don't say the pyramids. The pyramids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, I, I, yeah, I, I think that you're right. I think that, uh, I think that's a really important important aspect of not only spiritual life but i think of all life if we come to a mountain is to not run away from the mountain yeah it's it's to scale move beat the mountain yeah whatever that means is is to overcome the mountain however I mean, I, however, however mean i i think of the my mission experience i think of tracting oiming or street contacting we call it oiming so weird that we call it OIMing, by the way. I know. I was thinking about that too. I always called it street contacting. I Did never you? called it OIM. Yeah, I never on the called mission? it OIMs. Hmm. Yeah. You sure? You did it when yeah. we were companions. I know, and then but then I stopped because I thought it was weird. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, that's okay. Wow. That's news to me. I thought I. I didn't think you thought that way. That's wow. All right. Yeah. Go ahead. And scale that mountain. Scale yeah. it real quick. Well. well. I don't know if I can climb Everest right now, but um, <laughs> anyway, street contacting it was it was hard for me. Okay, it was always I was always nervous, no matter what. And I got six months in my mission. And I was like, man, this is just stressing me out. Like it's hard, hard to knock doors and have that anxiety just fill my soul, not to know who's on the other side of that door and what they're gonna think of the message we're trying to share. And yeah, everyone says don't take it personally, but you know that's 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 crap for me, man. I take everything. If <laughs> if it's close to me, it's personal, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there's lots of things I don't take personally, but you know the gospel's close to me. I'm out here sharing my beliefs. How do you not take that personally? And so, um, anyway, it was hard hard for me. That was a mountain for me, and I realized. Uh, a ways into my mission, I'm like, you know what? Just enduring this mountain, just waiting for it to pass, waiting for it to move itself, waiting, I don't know, hoping that there aren't as many oppor- aren't as many of those mountains in my way every day. That's that's just that's not a solution to my problem, right? Mm. Yeah. It was uh, it was just putting it off. So I got to the point where I was like, you know what? I need to learn to live with this, and I need to learn to be, to embrace it instead of running away because it's not going anywhere. And once I did that, um, it was still hard. It was. It's not like it became easy, <clears throat> but my mindset did change, and it was a more healthy mindset instead of expecting this to solve itself and being disappointed when it. It was a problem again the next day, or it was a struggle again the day after that. I feel like I got pretty good, and I really enjoyed talking to people. But uh, 
it was always a struggle for me. All the way up until the day I went home, it was hard for me to street contact or trek. Mm-hmm. I never became like desensitized to the anxiety that came from doing that. But I, I, I learned to cope with it and to get good at it, right? And I think that's the same in life today, right? You're going to have mountains. And a lot of those mountains, the solution isn't waiting for them to pass. Uh, some of them, maybe it is. You know, it depends on what your trial is. But uh, a lot of them are like, you know what? You got to scale that mountain. You got to learn to live with that mountain, and you got to learn to to embrace it because it's not going anywhere, and it's going to haunt you every day. It's going to haunt you regularly if you don't learn to deal with it. Mm. Yeah, I think there are two different types of obstacles in general. There's storms and mountains. Storms are things I think that you have to hold on and weather. Mountains are things that you have to overcome and yeah. scale and, and face head on. Because I think I think of you know because because I think of like I've had a, a fair amount of people in my life experience death, and death is I don't know necessarily a mountain. Like you can't just like nah just truck through that right. Yeah, just like barrel through it, you know, or or climb it because that's not really something that is. I mean, it is a, a struggle, and you do maybe the mountain is overcoming grief, or or you know, like holding on to to guilt or something about the the uh, you know about the the person surrounding it. But the experience of death and and survive and being a surviving person in some that somebody's passed on, that's a storm. I think I think that we need to just hold on, weather through that storm, hold on to things that. Uh, strengthen us give us faith so that we can find find the uh we can see the sun come out again but then mm-hmm. you know there's other things such as like you were saying it's street contacting and and other things like you know uh, of, uh, some people f- you're facing addiction or some people are just wanting to be better at being kinder and more understanding about people's you know feelings or whatever and then that's that's a struggle that they're going to have and they just they're just tackling this mountain overcoming it maybe maybe heavenly father is moving that mountain for them at some point but those are things i think that mountains are um that we'll be able to identify what's a storm and what's a mountain um as we go through life i like that yeah i like that uh, looking at trials that way ask yourself is this a mountain or is this a storm? Is this something I need to, I need to, uh, I need to move this mountain? I need to move through it, or do I need to, uh, you know, wait it out? Mm, that is a good way of thinking about that. Yeah, I, I think that's a great thing to pray about too. Yeah, <clears throat> maybe you're maybe you're convinced something's a storm, and you're just waiting it out, and the Lord's gonna say, "Nah, dude." Nah, dude. Them's just them's just clouds around the mountain. And you're like, oh heck, I've been sitting here for months, camped outside this mountain, thinking it's a storm. Couldn't see it, but now I can see it. But now, yeah, I think there could be instances of that where. Uh, oh, absolutely. It's, it's it's futile to to try to weather a mountain, or it might be futile to uh, truck through a storm that is moving with you. You know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think you know, and I think there are some. You know, there. I mean, this this storm analogy, mountain analogy, isn't you know, isn't foolproof because I mean, you can 
maybe sometimes a storm is moving in the opposite direction and you, you have to move through it. You have to keep going through the storm um, in order to get through it quicker, you know, yeah. and something like that. But, but I think the principle, the general principle of it is that sometimes, I mean, even if you're moving through a storm, you still have to hold on to something, you know, hold on to something solid or something stable so that you can, you can traverse through the storm. Yeah. And, uh, I think maybe that's more uh, that's more of a uh, a, a accurate um, metaphor. Man, I, I, I like uh, I like analogies because they visualize abstract ideas, you know. Mm-hmm. And well, uh, that's what that's why the savior taught parables. Yeah, and they're not perfect. You know, anyone can can. And I've, we said this earlier, but we've said it before on the podcast, probably. But a lot of people take uh, analogies, and they might run too far with them, and they might turn them around and sick them on someone for trying to use it to teach something and sometimes that works sometimes it doesn't but the the point is there's there's a principle here about trials and about us moving or them moving or or how do we get through things right and -hmm. i think that point i think that principle has been illustrated well with this uh analogy of mountains and storms yeah yeah i think so too i think it's actually and, and i think also it is pretty timely through um, I think that we all have t- things in our life right now that we have storms that we're weathering, whether it be the sickness of a loved one or our, our own sickness or maybe even fear um, to get sick in this climate. And also we have mountains to traverse, hard feelings that we have toward other groups of people or a specific person or um, specific people in our lives, you know, because of current climates or whatever. And I think it's it's you know I think that right now is a great time to to pray and ask God or whatever deity uh, if you if you believe in a deity or even just evaluate as yourself um, if you don't believe in deities um, mm-hmm. a a deity that um, you can ask yourself is this a storm this thing that I'm going through that's hard for me right now making me angry making me sad distraught depressed all of those things is it a storm that i need to weather or is it a mountain that i need to climb or or have or somebody help me traverse or remove it i think if we do that if we take the time to think about those things um, we'll be better suited to handle them in in helpful and healthy ways yeah i think uh also context matters because a storm for you might be a mountain for someone else. Oh, right. that is a good point. I Preach mean, think, on, brother. Think about the, uh, oh, my corona, right? Um, that could be, uh, for a lot of us, it feels like a storm. Like, we got to weather this out. Um, yeah, we each have our little part we can do to uh, minimize it, but ultimately this is a pandemic, and it's moving through uh, nations, right? And uh, mm-hmm. it's a storm we have to weather. Now, there's people in the healthcare front or in the, you know, scientists trying to figure this thing out and help us get a cure and whatnot. And uh, this is a mountain for a lot of them, right? Mm-hmm. They That's can't true. they can't just wait this out. I mean, they're on the front lines of this, and mm-hmm. and maybe there are mountains in the storm at the same time. Like we have to wait out the storm, but we also have people got to still go to work and and provide for their families, mm-hmm. you know, and and that that mountain that 
the mountain of work just got bigger because they have they have these different accommodations they need to make and the hits their business is taken and so forth. So anyway, I just want to say there the context doesn't matter and each of us are unique beings. And a mountain for us might be a storm for someone else or whatever. It's yeah. just something to consider. I think oh. also the last oh, the last thing I would I would add on to that is that we should be considerate to other people and what it, what those mountains and storms look like for them. We gotta be considerate for theirs and and uh, hope hope that they're considerate of ours. You know, it's, uh, definitely our own struggles, whatever those may be. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, I liked. I liked the. Uh, well, my favorite part about random word generator is you never know where it's going to go. Yeah. You know, we didn't. What ended up happening is we talked about mountains and storms out of move. Yeah. Where, so, you know that that was a it was a really interesting progression how that of how that conversation happened but, um, that and was I, the. That and was the I, point of the conversation. I think it's cool. Yeah, and I, and I see the lot, a lot of the value now. Up front, when you get move, I'm like, eh, I don't know, not a lot of value there. But if we never had this conversation, we wouldn't have extrapolated the value out of it, you know? Mm, nice word, extrapolated. That's yeah, dude. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. that was... That, that was great. That was a nice little. That was a nice way to wrap it up. So thank you for rolling that word, Cody. Yeah. All right. Well, let's move on to the next segment here. Would ya? Uh, what were you saying? This is the segment where we would talk about your <laughs> people's concerns, their questions, all those things. Um, but unfortunately, I think that uh, we have, uh, I'll speak for myself, maybe Cody has something, but I have been less proactive in finding something that uh, uh, reaching out to to our viewership to... Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get better at that. I, I need yeah. to do better at that too, because uh, yeah. I, I, off our little hiatus a, a few weeks back, man, I've just forgot yeah, about uh, exactly. contacting people. Yeah, me too. But so this is our 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 reaff- reaffirmation that we will be better at finding some people to to uh, fill this segment. But also our plea to you to send in some things, any uh, of our of our listeners, to think things that you're talking, you're you're thinking about. It doesn't have to be spiritual. We enjoy a good, uh, hearty levity topic. Um, so it could be that what our what our favorite favorite food is. What our bet? What the favorite scene in Lord of the Rings is? You know, all any of those things we'd or love to stuff, talk about yeah. it. Yeah, or or yeah, actually, that's probably more important. <laughs> like maybe <laughs> what you're thinking, anything that we can do, maybe we can help out answer a question that you've been having about anything. You know, we are a bunch of a, a couple of young, um, bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, uh, you know, married, newly married, res- re- relatively newly married. And a relatively new father, so we may not have much to to offer, but we would love to to offer anything that we can. Yeah. All right. Cool, man. Well, everyone, <laughs> thanks again <laughs> for tuning into uh, tuning to the show. 
We're excited that you are listening to us and uh, offering your spirit to ours. So, but if you, like I said, if you have any of those comments, concerns, questions, anything that we can help you with, or you just want to add content to the show, you can contact us by email at ibwpodcast at gmail.com. No. Oh, sorry. In black and white podcast at there gmail.com. Ah, man. Always get that mixed up. Yeah. In black and white podcast at gmail.com. Email us there. You can visit our, our website, which is ibwpodcast.com. Yeah. And uh, message us on our, our uh, social media handles at ibwpodcast. So, everyone, we love you. Thanks again for tuning in. God speed. God is good.